Are you the kind of crew member you want, or are you the kind of crew member that poisons the whole show? From Nat's Numbers, I'm Nat, and this is the Numerology Chick Podcast. Let's decode the superpowers in your chart and in the people around you to create magic, synchronicity, and empowerment in your life. Hey you, welcome back. This is episode 41 and this is your mid-month October numerology forecast as promised. So listen up, in episode 40, we already covered a lot. We covered what October is going to be about. It's about the number three, self-expression, creativity. It's about getting your true, authentic voice out into the world, letting people know who you really are, what really matters to you, what your desires, your preferences, and your dreams really are. If you didn't listen to that podcast, make sure to go back. I give you some tips on actually how to use your voice like magic this month. But now, now let's get into the next layer the next level of what comes about when we journey with this number three. In essence, what happens when we practice using our voice? So the first thing that I want to cover is something that a lot of people don't know about the number three, but it's an important distinction to make. People understand that self-expression is truly powerful, right? We understand that words become things. We understand that our voice has a powerful influence over what manifests in our day and our lives. That's why in episode 40, we talked about the importance of speaking your desires into your life because it creates magical manifestation. But we typically think that self-expression, we think that it's impactful because of what it does to other people around us. We think that the book that we write is impactful because of what it does to the audience. We think that the conversation that we are going to have is going to be impactful because of them receiving our words. But really, the true potency of the number three is what happens to you when you decide to hear the sound of your own voice. Yeah, that's the true magic. It's when you decide to hear the sound of your own voice. That's where the mojo is. That's where the money is. That is where the magic is. If you've ever written a poem (laughs) or a love letter or finally you've gotten something off your chest, then you know what I'm talking about. The words coming out of your mouth, the creativity being released from your spirit, These things cascading off of your lips, they do something to you. That's why there's that saying that when you try to poison someone else with your words, you really just give yourself the poison. You can't speak, express, or spew without contaminating yourself. This is very important to understand as we step into this next level of the number three right? Your self-expression does something to you. It transforms or affirms who you are. (sighs) 
And so then the next conclusion that we must come to is this. What kind of crew member are you on the boat of your life? I know, kind of comes out of left field, but bear with me. Did you know that the number three is known as the optimist? It's known as the eternal child. The reason why is because the one is the individual. The two are two things, two people coming together. And when you have two people or two forces coming together, they create a unique third thing. They create a child. The three is known as the optimist. In its healthy, positive form, the three is the energy or the person that shows up in the room that lifts things up, that brings things into a more enjoyable state. Some people misinterpret this as superficial. (laughs) They don't understand. There's nothing insignificant or shallow about true optimism. So when we're in this timing cycle of the number three, what we have to confront is how good are we at being the optimist for ourselves? (laughs) Right? If our self-expression does something to us, transforms or affirms who we are, then the three asks us, how good are you at being the optimist, the bright light, the source of good for yourself? Are we our own optimist, uplifter, cheerleader, or do we rely on other people to be that for us? So I was thinking about this number three. And by happenstance, I start watching this new Netflix show. It's called Battlefish. And it profiles fishermen who go out and catch tuna off the coast of Oregon in Washington. And on this one boat, they hire a new crew member for the start of the tuna season. His name is Andre. He's a greenhorn, as they call it, meaning that he's never fished for tuna before. So he needs a little bit of training in this new beginning, right? We relate to Andre. We're all in a new beginning. That's been the theme for the last year or two. (laughs) We don't quite have our sea legs yet, right? So, so Andre, he's never done this before. He needs a little training. No big deal, right? Well, over the course of this episode, you see what starts to happen when one crew member, when Andre, has a negative state of mind. At every turn, Andre decides to see the glass as half empty. He's defensive. He's combative. He's critical. And on a tuna boat, this is a big freaking deal, your state of mind. Just like in life, on a fishing boat, you got to have your wits about you. you got to be ready to take the opportunities as they come, to pull the fish in when they bite, and even to respond to emergencies that show up with a can-do, constructive attitude. And just like in life, it's imperative that no matter what, you have the skill set of turning lemons into lemonade. Because, man, you and I know 
there are enough lemons in life, you don't have to be one of them. So Andre, Andre was negative, paranoid, unwilling to be a positive member of the team. And even though he was working really hard, he was. And even though he had the best of intentions, he absolutely did. He sabotaged the start of the fishing season. As the other crew member said, one bad attitude on a boat can be like a virus. It brings everyone down. So Andre, Andre is definitely not someone that you want on your crew. If you have the choice, and you do, you have the choice. Why am I talking about this? Because the 3 of October, it brings up the question, are you the crew member that you want to have on deck? Are you using your self-expression and your creativity to lift yourself up? Or are you the negative one that brings things down? Now listen, this isn't about them, by the way. I know, there are negative people in your life. I understand. But because of all of the ones this month, the 11 universal year and the 10 in October, this, this is about you. This is about what you do with your voice. This is about the operation that you are running inside the reality of your life, inside the individual container of you. Are you the kind of crew member you want or are you the kind of crew member that poisons the whole show? The three asks you to confront whether you are the pessimist or the optimist, whether the words that you choose to speak transform you into who you want to be or into who you don't. Now, wouldn't it be awesome, wouldn't it be so awesome if we could just help everyone else have a positive mindset before we do? I mean, I know that that's our instinct. It's to do everything that we can to make our boss, our coworkers, our spouse, our child, just quit being a douche and start being a positive, bright influence in my life. Well, the problem with that is when you look at that from the outside in, when you see someone doing that, when you see someone trying to get others to be positive before they are, do you know what that looks like? <laughs> When someone's trying to make other people be positive, it looks like negativity. It looks like criticism, blame, poison. So this month, you're being asked to find your independent optimist. And, you know, if you and I think about it, that's the next conclusion that we have to come to here, right? When we recognize that we have the power to transform or affirm ourselves by what we choose to speak, then the next conclusion that we can come to is that we have a personal magic and a duty to ourselves to be the crew member that we would want to have on board to use our voice in a constructive way. So what does this mean for you in your personal life for October. Analogies aside, 
Well, what this means is that the eternal child within you, the part of you that's sparkly, that has awe and wonder for this world, it's time to tap back into that part of yourself, your optimist, because you were born that way, no matter how cynical or negative you feel now. How do you tap into that part of you? You got to be the one on deck. You got to be the one that walks in the room in your life that's seeing the positive side of things, focusing on the solution, focusing on fun and joy, figuring out crafty, creative ways to lift your energy and your spirit, playing with the words that fill your soul, deciding to focus on those subjects of conversation that make you smile and make you giggle, choosing to watch things that Ignite your positive, dreamy imagination and focusing on what is working rather than looking for problems. Being grateful. That's what the three is asking of you. Okay, I want to leave you with a personal story. A story that illustrates what can happen when you mine for your own independent optimist. So I'm surrounded by threes. My husband is a three expression number. My two daughters are three expression numbers. I love having these people around me. My husband taught me something recently. He taught me this power of optimism and it really changed this very, very interesting area of my life. So my father, My father comes over to visit a couple times a week to have dinner. And I'm so grateful for this because I'm very, very close with him. He is one of my best friends. He is someone that I rely on who has never given up on me and I've never given up on him. But the thing is, in the past decade of my life, almost every time I would see my father, there was always this like, this aftermath. I would see him. And then when he would leave, I would be sad, sometimes drawn to tears, sometimes even inconsolable, and I couldn't articulate why. So one night, he comes over for dinner, and like usual, I do my usual thing. I decide to be a certain kind of crew member on deck. I find myself focusing on the negative. I can see how old he is. He's an elder now. He's having a hard time walking. He definitely is suffering from more aches and pains than usual. And, and sometimes, I, sometimes I can swear that I can see in his eyes the knowing and the slight regretful fear of mortality. So he walks to his car. I shut the front door. And I'm rushed with this feeling of incredible Sadness, it's almost existential sadness. Very typical for a nine expression number like me, right? It's like this dark cloud of profound depth that washes over me and thus washes over the whole room. Like in that moment, I'm Andre on the show, you know? Here we are in the boat of life and I'm the person who cannot stand this thought of mortality that eventually I'm going to lose my father By the way, this is something I've been struggling with since I was nine years old. I remember talking to my dad before bed about how I knew that eventually he was going to die. 
I couldn't stand this thought. I couldn't even wrap my mind around this fact of how we could move on in life knowing this truth, right? So I'm in tears yet again. And my husband says to me, he says, Nat, did it ever, to, did it ever occur to you that the reason why you're so sad every time your father leaves is simply because you're deciding to focus on the negative, not the positive. Oh, you number threes. <laughs> At the time, I was not receptive to this feedback. <laughs> you know, the nine in me is just like, no, you don't understand. I'm struggling with an existential truth of life. Let me sit here and listen to, you know, dramatic cinematic music while I look out into the the starry cosmos, right? (laughs) But I thought about it more. And we talked some more later, and Nick was like, what if every time he came to visit, you focused on enjoying his presence, savoring your time with him? What if you celebrated him? Because mortality is a truth of life. That's never going to (laughs) leave. I don't know if you guys can hear our newborn baby crying in the background. But anyway, she's being taken care of. So this is precisely what I started to do. I made a game out of it. Every time he came over, I would focus on the positive. I would focus on enjoying myself and enjoying him. Now, as a very important side note, people think that optimism is delusional right? Delusional because the assumption is that optimism means that you're putting your head in the sand. And I used to think that too. Ugh. It used to make me sick to my stomach. You know, those people that would put on a fake plastic smile and pretend that things aren't crumbling, ignore the elephant in the room. No, no, you and I are not into that. I get it. But here's the thing. True optimism is when you know what's going on. And you decide to focus on the solution or focus on the good. So what happens when you decide to be your own optimist? When you are the one you rely on to add sparkle to your boat of life? Well, for me, for the first time in my life, I could enjoy my father, enjoy who I was with him. It could actually add value and beauty to my life. And in the show Battlefish, after the crew fired Andre, something magical happened for them as well. They hired this other new crew member. And she was a greenhorn, inexperienced, never had fished before, just like Andre. She had no idea what she was doing. She got tangled in the lines. She made mistakes. She even got injured. But even though she experienced the exact same challenges as Andre, her attitude made all the difference. She was open to learning and growing. She focused on the solution, the positive side of things. Man, because of this, the whole boat had a completely different vibe. And by the end of the show... That boat with this new, positive-minded crew member, it grossed the most money 
out of all of the operations. A quarter of a million dollars. This is one of the reasons why the three has been known as the number of luck and good fortune. Positivity, optimism, it is one of the most powerful forces that you can inject into your life. So this month, when you start using your voice, when you start letting people know who you are and what you desire and what you prefer and what your dreams are, make sure that you are showing up as the crew member that you would want to have on board your boat of life. As always, you guys, I want to hear from you. So on the blog, please comment. Give me ideas. Let me know. What do you do to add optimism, light, and positivity into your life? Let's brainstorm together. And go over to Google Play and iTunes. Rate the podcast. Let me know how I'm doing. And fingers crossed, I might have one more podcast for you guys this month in October. But if not, at the very latest, I will see you for the November forecast. And as always, make sure to check out the show notes. If you want to work with me one-on-one and have me personally decode the superpowers, the instincts in your chart, there is a link to be put on my waiting list to have a one-on-one session with me. All right, guys, big hugs, and I'll talk with you soon.